Hey guys, this is Sheen Safe Space, and this is your host, Zoe Cream. Some special guests that we have here today are Caitlin Bailey, Ms. Harkins, and Mr. Wodach. What we are talking about today is how women judge each other and how that causes insecurities. Okay, so I know it's a half day today. How is everyone's day? How is everyone's classes? Well, I'm, I'm the only one that had classes. Oh, never mind. They teach classes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had a fine day. Thanks for asking. I'm glad. I didn't know it was a half day, really. I totally forgot. So the bell rang, and I was surprised to see that my class was leaving. Once Didn't that first period bell rang, you were like, oh, okay, we're working half day. And then I immediately day. remembered PD, my yeah. favorite time of the year. Yep, my dad made my lunch this morning, and then they texted me, and they're like, hey, like, it's a half day. I was like, oh, like I don't need that lunch anymore. So I just left it at home. That was a good story. You could have eaten it throughout the day. No, oh, because sure. my teachers wouldn't let me, because my teachers were rude. And they don't oh. let us eat during oh. class. Oh. I think some of us are nice. Well, no, <laughs> yeah, some of you guys are very nice. But the ones I had today are more picky well, on what we do not, in class. Let's hope they are not listening to this podcast. Well, they don't, they they don't know who they are. So Yes, they do. Should, should I name call them right now? No. Or the topic of today, we could get right to that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe. maybe <laughs> okay. So the first question for today is, do you guys think that women, that judgment stems from being insecure? That's a tough one. That's a tough one because I think even the most confident of people could be incredibly judgmental. I don't think it stems entirely from your own insecurities. I think a lot of times judgment comes from this very strict sense of what things should be, the expectation of what you think things should be. And if you are rooted in that, if your ideas are rooted in that, and then something presents itself as other, that launches a judgment. Mm -hmm. Not to say that... Some judgment isn't rooted in insecurity as a defense mechanism, but I can't say that it's all stemming from insecurity. Yeah, I agree. I I agree and I disagree because I think that confident people, I don't think they exist. I don't think I don't think anyone's really that confident. Like I think it's all like a facade. Well, are we working from the assumption that confidence that's all you could, you're either confident or you're not. Are you confident on a spectrum? Are you confident in certain things and not others? I mean, is that my option to be confident or not? I don't know. I feel like you could be confident <laughs> in some situations, but then like everyone has their off days so they don't feel confident. They feel right, like insecure. I don't think it's 100%, 100% of the time. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I mean, I also think that confidence doesn't necessarily stem whether people are judging or not. I think... Uh, Kind of like in everything you do every day, not necessarily just the person's looks or personality, but just in anything. People are like always judging other people um, on literally every aspect of their life based on what Miss Harkins was saying. Like that idea of um, it stems from like, I think, what they believe in and kind of what they, whether it was what they were brought up on or their morals, what they kind of stick to. This idea of does that fit with the way I see it? And they kind of judge it based on that. And I think. Sometimes judgment can become bad when people judge it and think of it as lesser or of, or think of it as more, so they think themselves as lesser. Um, but I think sometimes there's judgments that people just judge, and sometimes they don't. it doesn't affect how they actually react or do things in life, but they're just judging things because it's what they see. But I do think it stems back to that idea of comparing it to something that, they, that like structure of whether it's morality, whether it's code or rules they have, it's... Does it fit that or is it something outside? Or even too, does it challenge me? Like if, for instance, as a teacher, you are, 
you get a first row seat to the changes in culture, I think, more quickly than other professions because we see the generations of you kids coming in and challenging and pushing the standards, challenging and pushing culture. And so we as teachers kind of look at what's coming and say, okay, we've seen this before, so we know the evolution of this. Yeah. Or this is a new personality type. This is a new thought. This is a new wave of, of something, politics, social behavior. And am I afraid of it? Do I understand it? Do I think it's good for society, bad for society? So I think a lot of judgment from older people and to your topic on women, older women to younger women, are you challenging what I understand about myself with a new idea, with something I don't understand, with something other than myself? Are you challenging who I am as a woman? Um, so am I afraid of your new idea? Am I accepting of your new idea? Does it rock who I think I am and what I thought was confident about myself? I think I think a lot of the judgment also comes, like you were saying, from the older generations to the younger generations because sometimes they don't always like understand like what's happening or like they haven't been like taught like a new way of thinking. And so I feel like that a lot of judgment comes from that. Older, older women, I think speaking as the only older woman here <laughs> want so much to write um, the wrongs or stop you from making the same mistakes or highlight something for you that I learned in my journey. We are always screaming to you. We are always trying to get you to see the world the way we see it now. So you can kind of turn into what we think you should be. And it comes off as judgment, I think, from an, from young, to, uh, for younger people, it comes off as judgment from the older person. But it's this desperate attempt to save you from yourself. Yeah. And what do you think? Do you feel that judgment as young girls from older women? Yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> 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 because I don't know like it, for us it, it just doesn't like register in our brain as that because I don't know well I think that both like generations are ha like set in one way and like, I think it goes both ways like neither of us are willing to like like budge in the way that we think I also feel like it all depends on like the relationship I have with the person or like the way they say what they're trying to say like the way they get their point across I feel like that also really, like, helps me decide if they think they're judging me or not because some people can say things and that if they say it in a different way, it can mean something totally different. True intention. So I feel like that all just really matters. What about for men? Do you feel judgment from men? Oh, 100%. Uh, yeah. Of all ages or younger or older? What? All ages. All, like... Five-year-olds, like, are so judgmental. <laughs> so, yeah. Yes. Well, well what, kind, what kind of, like, judgment are you thinking of it as? Like, is it, like, they're judging me and they think negatively? Is it always a negative thing? Or is it, like, because I think judgment could be positive and negative, right? We obviously, I think a lot of us think of judgment as, like, negatively. Yeah. But as I think what Ms. Harkins was saying before, that idea of judgment kind of being positive in a way is if you judge somebody and that they don't, like, fit what you think of in a, of a certain thing, you could maybe, as you're, she's saying, like, that could then make you reflect more and challenge yourself more. Like, well, maybe, maybe that is actually more of what I want to be like. Maybe I want to take on that idea or whatever it is, right? So I think judgment can be positive, but I just, I think oftentimes people think of judgment like always as negative. Um, but so, what do you think? Is it mainly like a negative judgment you get from men, older, younger? Is it different? Um, I feel like it's usually like. 
positive but in a negative way. Explain. Because I don't know, I don't know how much I should get into this because it's not very appropriate. But like, I feel like from older men, I get more like, mm, like I get positive comments from older men, but then it makes me uncomfortable because yes, they're older men. That's what I mean. Like, I get positive comments, but like, not in a comfortable way. So I'm gonna try to understand what you're saying. Are you talking about being objectified? Yes. You feel and, like, like you are okay. Cat called. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think so I think I, every woman has experienced that on some level for sure. Um, whereas people see you only for your physicality and not necessarily beyond that. And yeah. You need to call it out and comment. Yeah. Like, that's why I feel like it's positive, but just, like, in the wrong way. Yeah, I mean, I think, like like you're saying, I think if a guy is trying to, there's definitely intention is, is huge there, right? The idea of you guys trying to understand, is this person saying this positive thing about my looks because they have some kind of intention behind it or is it they're saying it because maybe they just want like to boost my confidence to be like to reassure you that like I can tell you did your hair differently today to be like hey it looks nice today like to give you that positive but you know depending on how somebody words that or how they you know tone whatever certainly that could come off like well, that was kind of weird. Way they yeah, let's make a know. quick switch here for a minute because you just said something that is interesting to me. So I have sure. two sons. That was, I'm sure everyone who knows me knows yeah. since I say it all the time. Yeah. Um, they look pretty similar too. Yeah, they look yeah. Like kind just of a little. Just a little bit. My daughter refers to them as the identicals. They just have like the same eyebrows, I think. Maybe it's it. Zoe, why do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, we'll table that for later. But there's a phenomenon going on in my house called the male haircut. And we are obsessed, apparently, with the male haircut. Do you feel like men of this generation are experiencing just as much physical judgment as women have in the past all of a sudden? Like, are is the pressure to look right just as burdensome for men, younger men, than it ever was before, the way it always has been for women? Uh, yeah. Oh, well, okay, I would, no. let, let's let Mr. Wodat oh, answer sorry. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I definitely think from from when I was young to now, like certainly I think whether it's whether it's men thinking they need to live up to the standard of, of beauty or looks and how they're doing it, I do think it is a little bit more. Peop, men are generally more conscious of it, of how they're coming off, whereas I, I think even just when I was in high school, it seemed like everybody just kind of, dress like the exact same way and there was like so I don't know how much of that is because guys are feeling more pressure to live up to the standard of how they look or if it's just because guys are maybe starting to become more comfortable to kind of express themselves physically whereas in the past it seemed more like I know what I'm going to kind of give off if I dress this certain way even if I think this is beautiful I'm going to I know people are going to think differently of me if I dress this way, and I don't want people to think that about me, even though that's how I feel. Super interesting, and it's like, right? Because and that, in my, I just think people are more comfortable to share that side of them now. I don't know if that's always them living up to a beauty or. In my generation, my long, long ago generation, <laughs> I felt like the emphasis was for men to be masculine and all of the very stereotypical traits that came along with masculinity. And looks in terms of pampering or beauty, male beauty, wasn't part of that in terms of manicuring themselves. It was beauty because you were masculine and you were strong and you were athletic and whatever came with that. 
now I feel like all of these years later in seeing high school and seeing the culture of high school home and here, there is this idea of male beauty that is far beyond the idea of masculinity, but a manicuring, making sure you do look in your sense pretty. Like there's, is there such a thing, do you believe as male prettiness? 100%. What does that mean to you girls? Like the way I think of that is because like a guy can look pretty or he could look handsome or he could look, you know, he could look look many different ways. But I feel like pretty is like its own, like it's its own category. For you, what does that mean? What does pretty mean? I don't know how to describe it. It's like the way like someone like presents themselves, it's the way someone like dresses, like the way someone does their hair could be like pretty. So like I feel like also I feel like the personality could add to that a little bit. Like someone has like a good personality could help like make them a little bit more prettier. Okay. Caitlin, what what about you? Um, well, I don't know. I agree with Zoe on what she said. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know. I think that mostly like for like our age people, like the judgment for guys comes mostly from other guys. Like I don't think that Interesting. Well, okay, like, sure, if a guy, if a girl can, like, find some kid, like, cute, like, besides, like, that kind of thing, like, I think that for guys, like, if you don't act the same way or dress the same way, like, I think they would be more judgmental just because you're, like, not the same as them, like. I agree but disagree with that because I feel like, me, myself, I feel like I'm a very judgmental person. <laughs> no. Yes, yes, I know. It's so surprising. I feel like don't I, come off like that at no, all. Not at all. Like I feel like I, I, I feel like hundred percent that I judge guys, but I also feel like that's because I feel like I've grown up around a lot of guys. That could just be because like I don't know, but I also feel like guys like with I also feel like guys judge each other, but it also all depends on like like what they do and like what they play. Does that make sense? Like what sports they do? Because I feel like some guys, if they play a certain sport, they'll get judged more than if they play a different sport. What, what are you judging them for? Yeah, I mean, I, I think what maybe you're trying to think of is that idea of, like, honestly, to go all the way back to what Ms. Arkin said originally, it's like you're, like, judging, like, a guy that plays football, let's say, against, in your brain, what you think a football player is, right? A guy, I'm saying, whereas, like, are you judging him against that, or are you judging it the player just because, based on their guy, how they look and stuff? Like, are you, do you have a preconceived, like, notion of how you think they should act being a football player and a tennis player right like personally i don't if you're a football player like great but i have no like i don't feel like you don't fit a certain standard i was trying to say i feel like guys on within the team judge each other based on the certain sport they play does that make sense yeah like for me i agree like honestly who cares like it's not that big of a deal like what you look like and what you do but, like, the way that everyone is brought up, like, they see, they watch movies and, like, mm-hmm. the jocks in the movies are, like, they look a certain way. And, like, for every movie you watch until maybe, like, recently. So I feel like that is also... So that brings up another point you wanted to talk about earlier, which is how does media play into all of this? Yeah. Is media really the devil here then? Yes. For creating the image, you know, English teachers love the word imagery, and there's nothing more imaginative than seeing the representation live and in film and on YouTube and TikTok and all the other horrific versions of video you immerse yourselves in. But is that the problem? I feel like that's definitely a huge part of the problem. Because, like, we grow up seeing people look a certain way and act a certain way, but then as we grow up more, those, that, like, changes, like, society changes, so then... 
either we don't know how to act within that change or we flow with it. But at the same time, I feel like social media also helps me see more like different types of people and different like them doing different things. Like I feel like it can be helpful even though it is. So I love that point because as you all know, I am a fierce, 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 what's the word? Critic Critic. of of trying to temper it. A hundred percent. I am a fierce critic. You girls know, Mr. Wodach knows, I hate social media. I hate it like a little child could hate broccoli. (laughs) Um, But I'm willing to hear what you use it for that is positive. So for you to say to me, it allows men and women to see many different versions of what femininity, masculinity, whatever you want to identify yourself, um, to allow you to see different versions of humanity, not just one. That's a positive thing. Because I feel like, like people portray themselves all different on social media. Like everyone, so I feel like if I wouldn't learn as much information about like the LGBTQ community, if I didn't have social media for someone to explain it to me and for someone to like share what they know about it. So I feel like I've learned more about different things in different groups from social media that way. True. Like it's a lot of stuff that like you don't learn about in school. And like, like even things unrelated to what we're talking about, like I would never know like anything if it wasn't for social media. So that turns me to Mr. Rodach. I can't help it. So it's a big secret here that he was my student. So that's, oh, again, how old goodness. I am. Wowzers. Okay. So you grew up really with no social media. It was just starting. It was like like Facebook was like the only thing. Fledgling really use, social media. Of, yeah. And you weren't even uh, attached to your phones like nope. these kids are. So you really had the world in two ways. Yeah. It was really pre this wave of all of this and then it was post. I grew up in a world where there was none of it. So mm-hmm. I can totally appreciate if all the f- phones fell into the ocean, I would care less. Um, but in you kids know no other world but this world. Yeah. So I guess I look at you and say, do you think it's been positive for these kids knowing that you grew up without it and now you have it and you're in both worlds? Is there a benefit? I mean, to me, like they're just like any, there absolutely is. It's totally gray. Like it all depends on it. Like anything you discuss, how you're looking at it. And to me, what I've experienced with now I use it at my age. I think it's definitely certainly more of a positive, right? Like, cause I, I'm not just going on it to kill time and waste time and whatever. And which I think is used a lot more with the younger generation. That is usually like they have any break in time they're just immediately opening up the first app. They see that like, like literally muscle memory from their hands, whatever they know exactly where the app is on the phone. They open it and they just start scrolling and just consuming whatever the media is. Um, And I think that's where it can become a negative is because I see it as like, you guys know all the, all the, I mean, you girls obviously know that like each app you pick the, as you're searching and looking at videos and the time you spend on them, liking them, whatever, right. You now get more and more videos and pictures that are hitting that same exact topic. So are you really getting this wide view of the world or are you really looking at specific topics and from a certain point of view? And I think to me where I, I, to your point, we're not having it to have it. I think that has given me perspective to understand it and understand that like, anything I'm seeing on social media is really a snapshot of what I'm looking at 
Whereas a lot of people think, as you were mentioning before, both do like you look at it to understand maybe something more or like what it's like to be, I think you use the LGBTQ um, as an example. You were looking at it just different ideas of beauty um, and stuff like that. But I think that can get lost in the idea of you guys thinking, oh, that's how that person's all the time. That's their beauty. When really, a lot of times it's just a snapshot of it and you don't really get the whole picture, which I think social media loses that idea. I think it's very rare cases where social media gives you a whole, the whole picture. And I think oftentimes it either just, most times it's just the high of the situation and not really any of the lows. Occasionally you'll get some of those where I think by me not having it and then having it obviously so prevalent now has allowed me to kind of have that perspective of understanding that side of it, of it is just a snapshot. And like, I can look at a video and be like, wow, that's really cool. That person's having a really good time. But I mean, they just, you know, they just spent like $2,000 to get there and they yeah. were not seven hours of laying in an airplane for a layover. You know, like there's so many negatives to what, you know, got them that one perfect shot or video. Right. But that's not to take away the high that they were feeling when they were, you know, it's good to highlight those things. So I think where it is such a negative to what Miss um, Harkins was saying as a negative, I just think at your guys age, your minds are so like malleable at this point where they can be changed that like it's so easy for you guys to get consumed by that and think that that's reality and it takes like a little more perspective and understanding which few people have your age to understand okay this is cool but like this isn't really everything it's not reality it's part of it it's a piece um so i think that can really really to bring it back to the original point like really affect people's judgments of others because you compare it to this like what could be a beautiful person on on you know on instagram you see that you're like wow like i you know i would love to look like that i want that style right but it's like it's all photoshop you know it's like some of it's photoshop some of it's you know a filter some of it's real right so it's i think a lot of times people lose sight of that and it tends to affect people and how they judge others like they try to compare it to this type of thing um and then you have people posting things to try to i think like get judged in a more positive way Mm -hmm. and and feel that um to bring it back to that idea of judgment, I think. And to kind of piggyback from what Mr. Wodach is saying to his point, I'm interested in the artificial curiosity. So years ago, if you were curious about something, you'd have to go seek it out for yourself. But with these algorithms, based on what you search, the computer does this this artificial curiosity search for you. It's actually deciding what you would be curious to see and bringing it to you without you having to actually seek it out for yourself. So are you really seeing everything about the particular issue or just what the algorithm determined you would be curious to see? So are you just seeing a glimpse of something and not really everything? And from that, bringing it back to a judgment, if something, some entity out there is determining some artificial intelligence, what you should see all the time around you based on what you search, is that influencing what you judge in society as being real? Is that really playing with your concept of who you are, what you are, what you look like? Because this computer searched out all these different ideas and said, this is what you shall see. I think it does because... Are you good? All good. Caitlin might be a little overwhelmed by what I just said, but that's okay. No, yeah. Wait, can you like, rephrase your question again? I kind of forgot what yeah, it was. Like, what's the question? So are you, are you judging based on some artificial concept of what the computer told you you should be right? 
You know, you saw all these videos because the computer dug out in its algorithms that this is what you should see. So now you're taking that information, going out into the world, just like Mr. Woodhouse is saying, your minds are malleable, and you're going out into the world and you're judging everything you see without necessarily true a true understanding of things, but a skewed perception of what you just watched because the computer selectively picked out what it thinks you're curious about. I feel like 100% yes. I feel like so many people are... It's the word when you don't know a lot of things. So some people are, are naive, <laughs> naive, yeah. and they judge things based off the little information that they know, and then they judge people, and then it makes them feel bad. So I feel like people judge each other off the little information that they know is never good, and they just do it without realizing because they are never shown the other half of the information that they thought they knew. Absolutely. And how dangerous is that if you are now taking those judgments and applying them to yourself? That yeah. you're somehow not good enough because the half of the information that the artificial intelligence provided for you is what you're basing your whole self-concept on. And that that's becomes usually the positive part, not the negative part. So the, you never see like the downs people go through, like the insecurities that they have or the faults that they have, and you just see the perfect things. So I think you judge yourself based off that when you don't see the other, the other half of the problem. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, okay. I'll get the next question ready. Do you think women judge each other because they are jealous? Yes. Oh, boy. That's a tough one. Who wants to go first? Well, I'm interested in your thought, Caitlin. Oh, thank you, Ms. Harkins. <laughs> <laughs> What's the question? <laughs> Do you think oh, women judge each other because they are jealous? Um, yeah. Like, if you see someone that has something that you don't have, like, I don't know, you immediately are like, whoa, like, I want that, and it's like a negative like attachment to it already so i don't know like if someone has a really cute boyfriend you're gonna say wow like your boyfriend sucks even though you want him really bad <laughs> you know i 100 agree yeah yes, thank you zoe i don't know yeah i feel like, like we're all a little bit jealous of other people yeah and then i think everyone is even if you don't realize like i know i am and, oh 100 yeah. i am yeah literally all the time but it's just because i feel like society like i don't want to say like it makes me jealous but like Seeing everyone else, like, makes me jealous. True. Because they have things that I don't, like, I don't have. Yeah, I think a lot of people, like, bash, like, like, celebrities and, like, influencers and stuff like that because they're jealous. And, I mean, I have my own opinions about that. Like, who cares? But, like, I think that's also part of it, like, that they just are jealous. I would love to know, and I'm going to take this right to Mr. Rodach. Because he's my resident male here. Okay. I have always wondered, because I do think women are jealous, sure. But I don't think they own jealousy. And I've always wondered why women have been tagged with jealous. Men and human nature, human nature is jealous. It's one of the seven deadly sins, envy. You know, envy is a little stronger than jealousy. But the point is, we covet. That's what we do. It's, you know, even in your biblical sense of the Ten Commandments, the coveting is natural, um, I never understood why women just own that. Mm, are men, are men yeah. jealous? Well, well, I know because, like, uh, like certainly, I agree, agree with that one hundred percent. That males, females, you know, whoever, um, I think everybody is judging and are doing that because of jealousy. And I think they're always jealous. And I think what's happened, and I think as you're saying, it's basically been women that have been kind of tagged with that. I think we are starting to see a shift a little bit for people realizing that. Whereas like in the past, I think, you know, guys have always been jealous. Like I'm jealous of different things that people get to do all the time. And, 
and how people look all the time, right? But I think in the past and still currently, absolutely, right? When a guy is jealous and they talk about something, right? It doesn't, for whatever reason, seem to get like a negative connotation attached to it. Maybe that's, and again, maybe that's my perspective on it. And I'd like to hear your guys' perspective on that. Um, before, yeah, before we go on, what like, what's your guys' perspective? Like, so okay, I, okay, so I have to jump in I, here. I have no choice. <laughs> like, because yeah, you're you're dabbling into the realm of of where I go. Zoe, you've heard yeah. me. You've heard me. You've heard me. Yeah. I think men are allowed. And again, this is just my little point. Could be wrong. But I think men are allowed to take their jealousy and fuel it into competition. True. Right? So that fuels their ambition, their success. And in society, it is always better for men to be successful. It is always, you know, anything that could push you because you're supposed to be. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's that classic, like somebody sees somebody with like some big money job and like, oh, like I want a job like this money. You know what? I'm going to do it. Like, I'm going to be that person. It's like, well, no, that person just was jealous about it. Like, and that's why they're, they yeah, want to And then that. Like, women show that same sense of ambition to have, to get, to attain, even if it's rooted in, I see this person and I want more and I want, well, suddenly that's sometimes perceived negatively, that they're too aggressive, that they're too assertive, that that somehow, you know, it's, it's, it's warfare between women. When for a male, that's just fodder to be more successful. So I think there's a, a gender stigma there associated with what jealousy does to the different genders and for the different genders. I feel like women, when they're jealous, people perceive them more as like vicious and like, or like too outgoing and they don't take it in like a good way. Or maybe like, maybe some women perceive the jealousy and they like show it out in a worse way, if that makes sense. Like, cause they like replicate it worse. But I feel like we try and do, we try and have all the same possibilities and all the same, like, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Like, all the same success as men, but it's, we're brought down, I don't want to say, like, easier than men because it's taken a different way. And we try and go and get the same accomplishments as them. Yeah, like, I feel like when women want to, like, go for something that they want and just, like, be successful, like, they're going to think, like, oh, like you're trying to put these other people down, like you're trying to undermine people and all this stuff. I think the word is fierce, right? Women don't, uh, society, even to this day, even though there's been such, you know, an empowerment for women, they don't know how to take a fierce woman. Yes. Fierce women, they haven't, they don't have their place yet. Because some people applaud it and some people are confused by it and some people are afraid of it. Whereas, it's just accepted for men to be fierce. And there, no one would question a fierce man. But people still don't know how to take a fierce w- woman. Would you agree with that all these generations later? I think certainly. And I think, uh, you know, two of those things went hand in hand. I think the ones that when you say men sometimes are like afraid of a fierce woman, I think that's why sometimes they think of it negatively because they're afraid of it. So they immediately will like try to put it down, put them down for it. Um, kind of like, like, I don't know if, I don't know if you guys can speak to this, but um, the idea of like, I feel like a lot of times, like when you're teaching a younger person, you know, values in life, like a lot of times if you're, if older people are talking to a younger male, they're like, like, if you want something in life, you know, you got to go, you got to go take it. You got to go get it. Right. Whereas I feel like when they talk to a younger female, they're like, you know, if you want something in life, you know, you're going to have to like wait your turn, bide your time and like pick your spot, you know, 
like work at it, work really hard till you're ready for that opportunity. Whereas like for guys, it's like, no, be, you know, be aggressive, go get it. Like, and it's like kind of that, that idea of, I think it does start when you guys are young is where it starts. And as you're saying recently, I'm experiencing a lot more. People are way more open to that idea of like, why are we doing this any differently? Like, and and you know, it's interesting. I think the place it's starting to show its face is in sports. There are some fierce women in sports and they are just dominant in their fields and in their skills. And, finally getting the recognition I think that they deserve in that sense of being competitive and aggressive and and I guess I'm going to replicate the word fierce again and I think that'll only carry over into the professional realm into relationships into the power structures inside of relationships but like anything it it takes time women only got the right to vote in 1920 it's a hundred years roughly ago. So of course the, the gender roles are going to take time to kind of catch up and equalize. Yeah. But I think it's starting for sure. It, yeah. And I agree with you with starting in sports. I think that's where a lot of, a lot of major societal changes have almost all, not all of them, but obviously, but you know, a lot of them have started in sports. And I think a lot of that is because sports oftentimes are just so performance based mm-hmm. that they're like, you know, higher ups are like, you know, do we really care? that this guy is black, so we're not going to take him. Like, he's better than than this person here, right? And that's where it started in sports, and it slowly transitioned over to society. Um, still transitioning over, but the idea is, to that same point is I think people are starting to realize that why why do I care if the boss of this company is a male or a female? If the female is producing better as a higher performer, that should be the boss of this company. So let me ask you kids something. So in my family, I was the first girl as coming from Italian. I'm a product of immigration. I say it all the time. My, my grandparents came here. My parents didn't go to college. We were the first generation to touch college. So I was the first girl in my family to go to college. My brother, the first boy, which is the product and journey of immigration. But I felt like coming up in the 80s, I had to fight for that. I had to, to speak loudly about what I wanted, and I had to be okay with that because it was so outside uh, the cultural journey of my family. Do you girls feel um, afraid to be strong, afraid to be fierce, afraid, or is it just a foregone conclusion that you should be and that you will be? Do you question yourself when it's, I mean, Kayla and I always talk about this, about <laughs> the emotional sturdiness, right? Do you feel um, hesitant when you attempt to assert yourself or is it more natural for you? Yes, I think we all know the answer is yes for me. <laughs> well, why? I don't know. It just feels like, like I know it might not be the right thing to do, but like, I just feel like I would be judged. I feel like I would be by like whom? Everyone, but I know I probably wouldn't be judged by every single person. But that's just how I feel. <laughs> is it for expressing yourself or being strong or both? Both. Short answer. I. Both. One thousand percent agree with you on everything you. you just said. Thank you. Like I feel like when I try and put myself out there, I will most likely get shut down nine out of ten times. Hundred percent. Yeah, and, and you're assigning that to your femininity. Yes. Okay. Like, but what I, if you? Sorry, if you like went out and tried something and failed, like you would like probably be labeled as like like legit a failure. But yeah. Like, yeah. But wouldn't men feel that way too if they went I, out and failed? Wouldn't I think they would feel that way about themselves, but I don't think as many people would, like other people, yeah. would feel that way about them. So any, you're telling me, so if I hear you correctly, that 
anytime you put yourself out there to go beyond your comfort zone and take a risk, that the eyes of others are on you, the risk is more substantial. Yes. I feel like I put myself out there quite a lot, but I still have all of the insecurities and I'm still 100% not confident whenever I do. But I just try and put myself out there because, like, what else am I going to do? Just sit back and let everything happen. Is it so easy for me? you to fail, Mr. Wodach? I mean, is it so easy for you to go out and, and do things and publicly fail? I mean, are we talking me or are we talking men? Well, well. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever, when you were their age, was it easy for you just to put yourself out there because you're a man? Uh, I mean, no, certainly not. Like, at that age, like, I'm still, I was still, you know, feeling out different situations and like starting to get like, just like anything, like if something's new, I think people are going to be like a little tentative around it and not really go all in on it. And I think only after certain experiences you fail at, right. You start to realize that you failed and that's it. Like that's all it is. You failed. And now you just do this next thing. Right. And I never really, me personally, I I don't want to speak to all men, but me personally, I never felt like I was like going to be judged really for failing that much. Like early on, I was like, oh, like, you know, if I, I don't know, if I fail at something, right, am I going to think some other people are going to think poorly of me or think different of me, right? I mean, that never really factored in for me. Like it was more just me, like just not wanting to fail, like my personal, for me personally, not for the outside, um, what they would think about me. So that's And really- that's, and I don't know if that's different for you guys. If you guys think more of it as if I go and fail, are other people going to think different of me? Or do you guys look f- first and foremost at if I fail, like I'm going to fail, like me personally? Like, what do you guys, uh, is that for, different? Or? For me, like I bring myself down all the time, but like it's just like how I am. Like it's just going to happen. But like I seek validation from other people like 100%. Like it's kind of really bad probably, but like like what other people think about me like means a lot to me, which is not the best thing. But I feel like I... When I put myself out there and I fail, my first thought is, okay, what do my parents think? Like, wh- how bad do my parents feel? Like, how disappointed are they in me? But I feel like that's a natural thought yeah, as I a child. Is that because you're a girl? Like, is your self-doubt because you're a girl? Or because that's a part of your personality? I think every good kid who loves their parents like you do wants to make their parents proud. Like, I, I, think I know that's how I felt, certainly. Like, as a, ma- as a male, even, like, when I was growing up, if I did something wrong or even when I did something well, I was like, oh, I can't wait to tell my parents if I did something well. You know what I mean? It was, it was awesome like that. And for some people, it's a so, different older person. So now. it's interesting that you two are assigning that, unless I'm misunderstanding, to the fact that you have female insecurities. Are you, is that just your personality or are you associating that to the idea that you're female? I don't know if I am. I mean... I know that it for sure is my personality, but I don't know. Well, let's take a poll of the three women in this room. <laughs> Zoe, how do you feel? <laughs> I feel like I feel like if I was a male, I would not be as insecure. Because I feel like... That's interesting. Why? That's a really interesting point. Because yeah. I feel like there's just the way all guys perceive themselves and all, the way all guys that I, at least that I know, they're all so confident and they all don't care what other people think. At least that's, that's what they act like. So I feel like I'd be like, okay, like, if they don't care, why should I care? But then I feel like as female, I feel like I get judged more like if I do care or if I don't care. So I feel like I myself feel like I should care more about what other people think because I'm like, okay, like she cares about what other people think and that she's like putting it on herself. So like, like why aren't I? Mm, interesting. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't mean to like... 
I'm curious about that. You say like all guys, you know, do that. You can't think of like any that, that don't. That don't what? That don't feel that way. About being like judged and. That are so confident. So confident. Just put themselves out there I, without any exposure. Curious, that's all. I can't think of one of my guy friends. No, I, I could, I think. Like I can think of people that are like not in a minority, but in like, like the type of person that other guys would like make fun of. Like I think that they would be more understanding of it. Do you think men have a, a veneer that if they are insecure, they just are um, better at hiding it? I don't know what a veneer is. It's a cover. You, put, a, a, you well, know, it's a, what you put on your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> so, are, do they do they carry like a sh, like a shroud of security, but it's really not real? They well, just don't want you to see their insecurity, or their self doubt. Mm, true. I feel like. I feel like guys do that, but sometimes I feel like I do that. Like, I, like if I get embarrassed, like my, yeah, my feelings will get red, but I'll act like I'm the the boss. Like I won't care. But on the inside, I'll be dying. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so it's just like I feel like guys do that. They just hide how they feel, and then maybe they're like, th- maybe they'll use like their sports, like we were saying before, to like put them to like make themselves better, so that they succeed in one way if they didn't succeed in the other way. You know. I don't know. I can't really speak for them I guess you can't really tell like what other people are going through or what they're thinking but like I don't know I feel like you really wouldn't be able to tell because maybe they do like hide it I don't mean that's something I think I think society to be fair to to men and and again I'm not speaking for men but you don't need just, to be fair to us just well I would like to be I'd like to represent I have sons and and I want to be fair I think society makes it really hard for men to be vulnerable, and I think society makes it really hard for men to admit they're scared. I think um, it is natural to be insecure and and afraid, especially as you're younger, and it's not easy for men to to raise their hand and say, I'm terrified, I'm scared, I'm vulnerable, I, I don't think I could do this. So I think they are burdened in a different way than females are burdened. I mean, women are allowed to cry. They're allowed to come to us. They're allowed, and we just kind of pat them and hug them and say, you'll be fine. And when I have a male student crying in front of me, I know that is the very last thing that he would ever want to do. And I actually, I'm going to admit it, have a little bit more pity in my heart for that boy because this he's crying because he's there's no other option. If there was another option, he would have taken mm-hmm. it. I agree but disagree. Okay, I feel like I can't cry in front of anyone. Like, I feel like I can't show, like, when I'm feeling down in front of people. Like, when I'm really feeling down, like, I feel like I can't do it because I don't want to burden them with what's happening with me. I don't want them to judge me. Be like, oh, like, like, that's not even that big of a deal. Like, why is she getting upset over that? But the question is, if you did, if you came and, and, and cried because you needed support, do you think you'd be as, it'd be as hard for you or you'd be as judged? As if, I, as if maybe not me, one of your guy friends did it. What do you think? Like if, I'm, if I cried in one front of your of, really good guy friends did cried in front of Miss Harkins, right? And then you, you know, next period came in and cried in front of her as well. Do you think the teacher would think differently on you as opposed to him? Mm, I think it also depends on the teacher. I have input if you would like. Okay, yeah, okay. Of course. yeah So the resident crier. Yeah, that would be me. That's me. Miss Harkins just talking about I know, me right I know, now. I know. <laughs> I know a few of those. No Long standing joke between us. Yeah, it's, it's no biggie. It's fine. <laughs> what was I talking about? Oh, okay. Like I think that whether you are judged or not, I think that you would you should judge the guy and the girl like the same amount whether you judge them or not like i don't think it should be a different should yes level should absolutely but but is it 
I don't know. You tell me. You just said you would take pity on him, but you yell at me when I say I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> Which is an interesting point because yeah. even between my children, I'm trying to encourage my sons to show emotion and I'm trying to teach Grace to kind of reserve her tears for what is truly valuable and important mm-hmm. to cry about. So I find in my own being completely transparent, in my own parenting, in my own home, I'm trying to open them up a little. But kind of like temper her a little. Yeah. In a way, trying to make them like even as if they're not, it doesn't matter male or female, try to treat them. Like this is how we control emotion. Try to be a person. Show emotion in the right moments. Try to be a person, not try to be a woman or try to be a man. Exactly. I would say that's accurate. Okay. That was a good line. Yes. I was really quote that. So we will end off. We both equally got retreated. (laughs) (laughs) I think we should end off on that note. And that will conclude today's episode. I have one question for you, though, Zoe. You said like 100% 100 a few times, and then you said 1,000% a few times. Oh, yeah. What's the difference? 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 Okay, so 100% is when I'm like, I'm like pretty certain on it. But 1,000% is when I'm like, yes. So 50% or 100% is like 50%. And 1,000% No, but 100% is 100%. 1,000% is just overly succeeding. And 100% is just like, yeah, 100%. I have a problem okay. with overly succeeding, so there's some language issues there. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Thank, thank you, Zoe, for having okay. us. Yes, thank you. Zoe, this was fun. I'm so glad. Yeah, okay. I had so much. So I will fun. see you guys next time. Bye.